Welcome, gentlemen, to episode 2.07 of the Commissioner Kellen podcast. Zombie Commissioner Kellen here today for the Guillotine League. For Auction League, for Keeper League, I'm still very much alive and a force to be reckoned with in those leagues, so you guys don't get off the hook as easily. But week two action has already begun. We're late. Sorry, it's been a week, let me tell you. But since we're already late here on a Friday when I'm recording this, we're going to try to keep it all relatively quick so you guys have a chance to listen to all of this before Sunday kickoff. Get a listen in while you're mowing the lawn or grabbing a shower or maybe score some brownie points with the old lady and you just say, babe, let me knock out these dishes real quick and you can just thank me later. And then you just do some scrubbing and some pod crushing. It's a veteran move. It's where you guys got to get to with this. Anyways, here's our agenda today. We'll start, as always, in the guillotine league. Of course, we'll have the newly named Commissioner Kellen's Lynchpins for each of the surviving teams, which is all teams except me. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to plant some seeds of doubt in those heads from the zombie commissioner. So I got a job to do, and I'll be damned if I'm not going to do it. Then we'll do the survey results. That'll be quick. And then... The word of the day is quick, so auction and keeper leagues will do very quick matchup previews there. And then we'll get out of here. That's all I got for an intro. Surviving Enhance, let's go. Coolio coming at you boys. Should have kept the cranberries going. I was vibing to that one. Well, let's get into this. We're going to be quick today. Commissioner Kellen's linchpins. Let's get after it. We're going to start with Team Jimbo. We got Jimmy here, and his linchpin is former Lions and Tigers and Bears. Oh, my. Former Lion DeAndre Swift already played, and he popped. And that's good news for Jimmy and bad news for everybody else. There's your Lion for Tigers or Bengals, their defense had a decent week last week against the Browns, even though the Bengals, you know, everyone's just remembering the, remembering the collective shit that they dropped uh, last week in that really bad game for the Bengals. But now they, uh, the Bengals' defense, who Jimmy owns, they get the new-look Ravens offense this week. The Ravens did not look great last week by any means, but they played Houston. So they may have been saving their best stuff for this week's divisional game against the Bengals. Uh, I, I would expect to see a little bit more from the Ravens. Uh, and it's a little bit of a tough play, in my opinion, to start the Bengals' defense this week. Bears. Justin Fields played more like boo-boo and less like Yogi last week. He just looked so immature and stupid and incompetent as far as quarterback play goes. His performance last week brought a massive smile to my Lions face. Uh, it's a little scary as a Justin Fields owner. He did have a decent day fantasy-wise, but, um, man, it, it's just scary to trot that guy out here right now. So as a Lions fan, I'm ecstatic to see that. But Jimmy probably wouldn't hate if Fields looked a little bit more competent and confident this week. So that former Lion, that Bengals defense, and those that Bears player, Three pretty big pieces to Jimmy's team that have a decent say in whether he lives or not. Pretty critical. Somewhat of a linchpin to Jimmy, in my opinion. Next team, Joe. His linchpin is Eckler, hardly newer. That did not take long, Joe. Austin Eckler is banged up with an ankle, hasn't practiced all week, and uh, I just got the notification. He's doubtful. Joe, it's panic time. It's not looking good for Eckler. Um, and your, well, your backup option is not pretty either. Your backup option is a guy who averaged 1.32 yards per carry last week and now gets to play against Nick Bosa and the 49ers defense. I'm talking, of course, about Cam Akers. Good luck, Cam. It's the Kyron Williams show, baby. Joe, you're in trouble, man. And you better pray to God that Eckler is, one, active, and two, actually gets touches because that's a glaring hole 
in your lineup if Eckler's on the sideline. And I don't think he's going to be active, so I don't think you're getting either of those things. Add Brandon Cooks to your list of concerns, too. He is currently a game-time decision with a knee. You're not looking great, my friend, so deep breaths, Joe. Remain calm, but pivot quickly. Third team, Nick. His linchpin is Team Noodle next has alligator arms. Nick placed bids in free agency, and his big prize that he came away with was, drumroll please, kicker Nick Folk. Woo! Jugan's pinching pennies over there. I know you just bought a house, but come on, man. Open up that wallet a little bit. Jugan has now projected 107 points this week. That's the lowest projection in the league. Hang on, we got to get a good song here. Yeah, give a little cowboy. Um, a, a lot of teams in the league made themselves better these past few days with their fab spending. Jugan was not one of them. Nick Jugan was not. I got to work on that. We got two Jugans now. Maybe Nick is rolling the dice. He likes where his team's at, so he's saving his funds. I respect it if that's the strategy. You got to play to win the whole league and not just win the week. So uh, I respect it, but it could cost him. His quarterback, Tua, plays at New England this week, so I don't think he's in for another 30-point day. Pollard gets the Jets' defense. Kenneth Walker is about to get shut down by the Lions at a raucous Ford Field. I can't wait for that game. But there's a lot of tough matchups for Nick this week. Will his dying wish be to be buried with all the money he saved up? We'll see. Next team, Singer. His linchpin is better Pacheco self before you wreck yourself. Isaiah Pacheco last week, 12 touches for 54 yards last week. Good, not great, and good might be even a, a reach. Part of those 12 touches were a few catches, so, you know, half PPR, get a little boost there, but 54 yards, not great, Bob. And now I believe we're welcoming Travis Kelsey back to the Chiefs starting lineup this week. Uh, so you better believe the 0-1 Chiefs are going to feed the beast as they take on a sneaky AFC 1-0 contender in Jacksonville. So what is Pacheco's workload now with Kelsey back in the fold? Good luck guessing correctly, you know, how effective he'll be. Um, but then, oh, by the way, try and guess what situations Pacheco will get those touches in with Clyde. And Jarek McKinnon also getting volume in the Chiefs' backfield. So it's a little bit scary. There's a lot of questions around that. So, Singer, just let the unknown bring you nothing but stress and restlessness. Next team, we have Brother Tommy. And his linchpin is the People's Cortland Sutton. Order in the court. Order in the court. Judge Kamish is here and hereby charging the defendant, Cortland Sutton, with being completely bailed out last week by a touchdown. And the verdict is in. Guilty. Five targets. Okay. Four catches. Okay. 32 yards. Bad. For a touchdown? Yay. What an abysmal day if that touchdown does not happen. So careful, Tommy. The, the points look a lot better than the performance was. And you'll be sutting your ass next to a guillotine if you let Cortland cost you. Unfortunately for everyone else, Tommy has had Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith already pop off for 48 last night. So he's probably safe from death this week. But where the hell was that last week, Devontae? You freaking bum. Could have used that. That's for sure. These linchpins are a lot more fun when I'm involved. And uh, it's going to be a long season. Next team, Ben. His linchpin is London Bridge is falling down, and that is Drake London, who I'm talking about. His one target, zero fantasy point output last week, has been a very hot talking point in the fantasy community this week, and fantasy owners are panicking. What do we do with him? Will this get better? This can't continue all, off, er, all season, can it? You know who's not panicking, which makes things even worse? Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith. Not only is he not panicking, but he simply does not care. According to everything that Arthur Smith is saying, this seems to be what the Falcons game plan is. 
run, run, run the ball, and hope that simply the threat of their pass-catching options backs the defenses off the line. I don't think that's really a recipe for long-term success, but, hey, I'm not an NFL head coach, and I don't have Bijan Robinson, so whatever. But he, he meaning Drake London, he has to do something this week, right? I, he's got to do something more than that, mathematically, but I am still not expecting much. I need to see it before I believe it. Even if they want to get him the ball, you're still trusting on Desmond Ritter throwing it to him. Maybe things turn around quickly. Maybe they don't. Maybe Drake London is destined for an execution next week. We will see. Now we got Mark. And his linchpin is the mayor of Committee City. Really on a titty city uh, grind lately. It's kind of weird. Yeah, whatever. Let's elaborate on this one. Brees Hall, A.J. Dillon, Brian Robinson Jr., to say these guys are all in committee backfields would be a tremendous compliment. Reese is still coming back from an injury, even though he looked fantastic on Monday. Holy moly. But he is still coming back from injury. They are not going to force feed him. Um, he's still sharing a backfield with Delvin Cook and Michael Carter. To the dismay of fantasy owners everywhere, Michael Carter was still a thing last week. Catching passes. Uh, he's a big third down guy. Moving on, A.J. Dillon should have Aaron Jones to split carries with this week. Aaron Jones is is banged up. Uh, Mark is probably hoping Aaron Jones is out, though, because A.J. Dillon could use all the volume he can get. Brian Robinson Jr. has Antonio Gibson, too, of course, for the Commanders. And Sam Howell is going to run the ball, too. Welcome to running backs in 2023, but, man, that is a low guarantee of touches for a running back unit, Mark. You've been warned. Uh, let's keep it in the family. Next team, we got Orico, Matt Orico. And his linchpin is Pop, Lockett, and Injocket. I had to take my time with that one. Um, Matt, you got a solid-looking lineup now with Pop, Lockett, and Injocket. Lockett, Tyler Lockett, concerns me. Two points last week against the L.A. Rams defense. Seattle overall looked awful. Now they head to Ford Field to take on a Lions defense that stifled Mahomes and company last week. And like I said, Ford Field is going to be bananas. I'm so excited. I think we're... I want to know the over-under on false start penalties for the Seahawks or delay of games. I got to try and find that because I think Ford Field, I think the fans are going to be responsible for tangible things. Uh, good things for Lions fans this weekend. I'm so excited. Um, but is Lockett startable in that crowded wide receiver room? I, you know, that's probably too extreme of a question. Yes, I think you have to start him, but you don't feel good about it. Here's a fun development. Just got a text from Joe Barnes, dude. I might be joining you in the headless horseman party. Eckler now doubtful, and I'm down to some sketchy plays. To dot dot dot. Joe. Live text on the pod. I love it. Yeah, I'd be nervous, Joe. I would be nervous. Uh, back to Arico's team, though. Matt Arico's team. So we covered Lockett. So let's get to the Pop, Lockett, and Njokit. Let's get now to Njoku. 3.4 points last week. And I just feel like there has to be stronger options out there. I know tight end is a wasteland, but I feel like you got to do better. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's better options on the waiver wire. Uh, we'll see. Like I said, Matt feels pretty safe to me this week, but those are two names I feel like could be stronger in that lineup. Let's move on to the champ, Danko. His linchpin is, it's an inside job. Is there a mole among the ranks? Time of recording, 5.06 p.m. on Friday, and Alexander Madison has already played, and it was not an inspiring performance. 2.4 points last night on Thursday Night Football. Are the wheels already in motion for Alexander Madison to take this team down from the inside? Hopefully for Danko's sake, uh, sake, the other players can buff the trend set by Madison because that is a very bad start for Dank the Tank. Next up, Cousin Tommy. His linchpin is run the damn ball. Cousin Tommy's got Saquon and Aaron Jones. Assuming health, that's a great running back room. 
Uh, but we'll see if Aaron Jones plays or not. He is banged up, but um, it better be a really great running back room because these pass catchers need some upgrading. Mike Williams, George Pickens, and Jackson Smith and Jigba combined last week for 15 points. That's just enough to make that booty hole clench up a little bit, I would say. If Tom survives, it's going to be because of his running backs. He better hope that Saquon feasts and Aaron Jones plays at a minimum. He's got Jamal Williams in the flex, and he showed just how bad he can be last week. Thanks, Jamal, for murdering me. Let's hope for Tom's sake that the Saints have better luck on the ground game this week than they did last week. Tommy's really rooting for some old-fashioned three yards in the cloud of dust, hit that A gap with everything he got. Kind of weak from his guys. So um, it's going to be one or lost by the running backs. A touchdown or a 100-yard game from one of his wide receivers could be just a little sugar on top for him to help him out, but uh, it's going to be the running backs that make or break him. On to another Lorenz. We got Ricky. His linchpin is Burrow the Ides of September, Rick. Again, date of recording, September 15th, Friday. The Ides of September, some might say. And similar to Little Caesars founder Julius, beware. I mean, Burrow the Ides of September, Rick. Joe Burrow literally murdered me last week. You know this already. Was it a fluke? Probably. The worst is behind him, and he's back to form this week. Again, probably. But you've been warned. One, two, three points from a quarterback is nearly impossible to come back from. Thank God for Jake Elliott for you last week and his 11 points last night because A.J. Brown ends his week with 4.9. Not what you're looking for. Not a great start, Rick. Don't let Burrow make the L in LSU stand for liability if Burrow takes the lead early for liability of the year. Now we got Brendan. His linchpin, Stafford infection. Matthew Stafford, that is. Stafford is back. Good game last week, kind of. He led the Rams to a big and unexpected win last week against divisional opponent Seattle. Now they have another divisional game this week. It's a tough start to the schedule. Um, but against the 49ers, who look to be an absolute wagon this year on both sides of the football, they dominated Pittsburgh on the road in Pittsburgh on both sides of the ball last week. And now Brendan is trusting his quarterback position and his head to Matthew Stafford against this terrifying defense. Not to mention Stafford is without Cooper Cup and possibly Puka Nakua as well, or as the footballers have nicknamed him, Puka Nakooper Cup. Brendan, you do you. But I have to imagine there's a higher floor QB out there as an option on the waiver wire, and I think it's worth a look. But hey, I'm dead and you're not. What do I know? Final team, we've got Eric. His linchpin is DJ more money, Demo problems. Here's the obvious one, DJ Moore. And the Chicago Bears overall had a horrible start to the season. Let's all take a moment as Lions fans to feel bad for them. Okay, that's enough. Anyways, DJ Moore last week, two targets for two catches and 25 yards. Gross. And you're trotting him out there again with confidence? E? It's your funeral. Maybe literally. Next player, Demo, or David Montgomery. Decent start last week, 21 carries, 13 fantasy points. But Jameer Gibbs' season is coming. What does that mean for Demo, David Montgomery? I still expect 15 carries, maybe a catch or two. Probably not. Big, not a big pass catcher, but he probably can. Um, I don't see him getting more carries than last week. Gibbs is going to be unleashed very soon. Does that happen this week? I don't know. And to what extent? I don't know. Let's move on to the survey results. Survivor Enhanced 2023 Week 2. Question number one. Who had the worst, think overspend, free agent pickup of the week? A uh, little bit of a runaway here. Um, Eric, a lot of hate on our Lions running back, David Montgomery, for $425. Yeah, that's a little pricey. That is a little bit pricey. You received eight of 12, 13 votes. 
Um, yeah, that, I think that's the one I voted for too. I mean, you got a you got a good player, but uh, a little expensive. Let me look up what the next highest bid was. Hang on, this is great podcasting. Give me a second here, boys. This is fun data to have. This is why we're on Sleeper to embarrass our friends. Survive and enhance. David Montgomery. David Montgomery. Thanks for sticking around with me. Boop, boop, boop. David Montgomery, 425 bucks to Eric. Next highest was 116 by Cousin Tommy. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, you could have saved yourself a few bucks there. Second place vote was Brendan with four votes. Jamar Chase for 600 Yeah, sure. The next highest bid, though, was Eric at 550 After that, brother Tommy at 426 Um I think anytime Brendan wins a bid, you guys just like hating on him. Not fair. I think Brendan's going to be a force to be reckoned with if he survives for another two, three weeks because he drafted a rookie in Kamara with back-to-back picks. If he's alive on Kamara's back, y'all better fear Brendan. The only other team to get a vote, Cousin Tommy for Jamal Williams for 116. Where'd he end up? Yeah, there's only one other bid. It was $22, so roughly $100 more than the next guy. Yep, that's that's an overspend, I'd say. But that's why those are tough decisions. Question two, who had the best, think, value or savvy pickup? Who had the best free agent pickup of the week? Woo! We are all over the board and in a four-way tie. We have Brother Tommy's pickup of Devontae Smith for $301. We have Ricky's pickup of Joe Burrow for $111. Brother Tommy's pickup of Cortland Sutton for 72, and Cousin Tommy's pickup of Jonathan Taylor for 72. Each of those pickups received two votes. So pretty spread out here. Here are the the, the pickups to have one vote. Brendan, Jamar Chase for 600. Yeah, value pick. There you go. Not everyone likes hating on Brendan. Cousin Tommy's pickup of Jamal Williams for 116. Matt's pickup of Allen Robinson for zero. Yep, can't beat that value. And Jimmy's pickup of Brock Purdy for zero. Question three, who is the most in danger, a.k.a. most likely to die this execution period? Dink. Oh, no. Here we go again. Danko. Leader in the clubhouse in a bad way. Four votes. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Brendan, yep, the Brendan hate is there as well. Three votes for him. Brendan's in second. Five teams received one vote. Jimmy, brother Tommy, Joe, Eric, Ben. Who is safest from the guillotine this execution period? This might be the kiss of death. Let's keep an eye on Nick because he wins with three votes. I won this vote last week, so Nick, I should have used that for your linchpin. But you are the leader with three votes. Should make you a little nervous now. See if you can buck the trend. Uh, Teams to receive two votes. Rick, Brother Tommy, Brendan, Mark, and Eric received one vote. Final question, who are you? Thank you to everyone except Mark. Mark, you were the only team to not vote. Very disappointing. Mark did reach out to me the other day, though, and asked how to listen to the podcast. So maybe there's improvement. Maybe we'll get more participation from Mark. Uh, Mark, I believe in you. Thanks, everyone else, for participating, though. That's all we got. That's it for the Guillotine League segment. Good luck, boys. I don't have a horse in the race, so good luck to everybody. I'll see you in the group chat making you all nervous on Sunday. See you. up auction league let's get this fucking party started let's go through these matchups that's all we got today it's gonna be quick first matchup myself versus tommy tommy i do have the luxury of uh recording on friday so i already know how the thursday night games went so uh not all my takes will be 
super hot since uh, I already know some of the information. I am currently projected. I gotta get the right volume here. Hopefully that's not too loud. Guess we'll see. I am projected to win by a little less than six so far, thanks mostly to already having 21 from Devontae Smith. Uh, let's start with quarterbacks, though. I give Tommy the slight edge here because we have somewhat similar rooms. I have Tua, which I think might be the best overall quarterback in this matchup. I, I have Tua and Jordan Love. He has Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff is in for a massive week, though, and that's not just my Lions fandom coming through. Then we both kind of have a, you know, he's got a Baker Mayfield. I have a Jordan Love. I don't know. We'll see what they are this week. I think uh, I think Tommy's got a very slight edge at quarterback. At running back, I give the nod to myself. Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, two workhorse running backs, going to pound the rock. And oh, by the way, Tommy's got Alexander Madison, who scored 3.4 last night. So I feel really good about that. He's got Tony Pollard. Even if he has a day, he's not going to outscore my two guys. I have no concern about covering the 3.4 from Madison. Wide receiver, I'm going to give it to myself because I already know I have 21 points in hand with Devontae Smith. And then I'm starting Zay Flowers. I'm starting the rookie. Uh, at Cincinnati, he had a real nice game, a real nice debut last week. Let's hope we can keep that going. Maybe get in the end zone? That'd be pretty tight. And then Jalen Waddle, a uh, nice little Tua stack I've got there. So if Waddle has a nice day, I think I have a nice day. But uh, on the other side, Garrett Wilson now for Tommy, now without Aaron Rodgers. T. Higgins fresh off a goose egg. Brutal performance overall by the Bengals last week. He should bounce back, but we'll see. He's got Michael Pittman, who had a nice touchdown last week. Uh, I do think uh, I like my wide receivers better this week, though, partially because I know I already have 21 points I can count on. Tight ends, this is a no-brainer. I have Hayden Hurts, so I am giving the nod to Mark Andrews for Tommy on the other side of this. At flex, I also say Tommy has the advantage. He's got Najee Harris. I have Tank Bigsby. Uh, might pivot, though, to Joshua Kelly, now that Eckler is doubtful, but... I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. Overall, I like my my running backs better. I like my wide receivers better. Uh, why can't I navigate my computer? Um, I like my well. I like my running backs. I like my wide receivers better now that I know that I have 21 points from Devonte Smith, the Slim Reaper. Tommy just barely edges me out at QB and flex. I think Goff has himself a day, and unless Tua can do it again, I think Tommy eats this one out by like a five point win. I think it's very close. Uh, but I do think Tommy was. And I think he's 0-1, so he needs it. Next matchup, Rick versus Eric. Um, start with quarterbacks. Rick's got Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy. I, I think T-Law's an excellent play this week with Kansas City coming to town. I think Brock Purdy is him. I think Brock Purdy's awesome. So um, he can maybe do what Geno Smith couldn't do last week against the Rams' horrible defense. Eric's got Josh Allen, Geno Smith. One of those guys I think is in for a really good week. I think Josh Allen's going to explode. I think Geno Smith is in for a really bad week. Coming to Ford Field, I think the fans... I said this in the other segment. I want to find a prop for false starts and delay of games by the Seattle offense because I think the fans are actually going to make a difference this week at Ford Field. So edge there for Rick. It's not especially close, but I think Josh Allen has such a big day that it is relatively close. Yeah, Rick's got the advantage. At running back, Rick's got a more sizable advantage here even, in my opinion. Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones. If Aaron Jones plays, that is the question. Um, Christian McCaffrey, not going to elaborate on that. Aaron Jones, massive week last week. I think that's what the Packers are going to do now. They're going to really heavily involve their running backs to help ease in this new-ish quarterback. Eric's got um, James Cook. I almost call him Jamal Cook. That's weird. Jer uh, James Cook, wow, uh, and Cam Akers. Cam Akers, horrible week last week because they was salvaged by a one-yard touchdown. Other than that, he averaged like one, two yards a carry, something like that. Um, James Cook should have a decent week against the Raiders. Uh, he played the Jets last week, and it was okay, not great, but I think James Cook has a little bit of a coming-out party this week, but I still don't think it's enough. For me to give the advantage here to Eric, I'm going Rick there as well. 
And sorry, Eric, I'm going Rick's direction again in, at wide receiver. I think it's fairly obvious as to why. Eric has already had A.J. Brown go. He already only scored 4.9 points. And he's got Amari Cooper and Tyler Lockett. Uh, meanwhile, Rick has Jamar Chase, Kelvin Ridley, Chris Godwin. So that's not necessarily close in my opinion, especially since we already know A.J. Brown, kind of Eric's headliner at the position, had a bad day. Tight end, Eric, you got one. Kyle Pitts, I like him better than Cole Komet. Simple enough. Flex, Christian Kirk versus Isaiah Pacheco. I don't love either of these guys this week. I'm going to give a slight nod, though, <clears throat> excuse me, to Eric, uh, because I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know what the over-under is for this week for the Jaguars versus the Chiefs. Um, it has to be in the 50s. So I like having action in that game. Well, I guess that argument doesn't really work because the guy I'm saying Kirk is better than his Pacheco is on the Chiefs. But I guess I like the pass catcher in the game more. Overall, I honestly think Rick has the best team in the league. He has amazing quarterback plays this week, whereas I think Geno struggles for Eric at Ford Field. No Eckler for Eric either, so that would be why he already pivoted. So that's why Cam Akers is now... Uh, in his starting lineup. So I think this one might actually get ugly. So, Rick, your team is awesome, Eric. Uh, don't let this loss hurt you too much. This loss I think you'll have. Prove me wrong. Feel free to prove me wrong. But uh, tough matchup. And I didn't mention this. Rick is currently projected to win by 20. 148 to 128. Next matchup, we got Mark versus Cam. Here we go. Cam wins the quarterback battle. Deshaun Watson, Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk, or wow. Take a deep breath. Start over. Cam wins the quarterback matchup. Deshaun Watson and Kirk Cousins. Cousins already has 33 from last night's game. And Mark, we've been over his quarterbacks before. He proved me wrong last week. But Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young, I'm just not going to pick that group ahead of a QB that's already got 33 points. So advantage there. Cam. Under running backs, I also give it to Cam with Saquon and Damian Pierce, who plays against the Colts this week. I think Pierce is in for a big week. Um, and Mark has Brees Hall and A.J. Dillon. Brees Hall, he's still being eased back in, even though he did look amazing last week. A.J. Dillon, assuming Aaron Jones plays, he's in time share. So, uh, meanwhile, Cam has two dudes running the ball for him. And wide receiver, Mark, you got one. Justin Jefferson. Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, quite possibly and probably the best wide receiver group in the league. Yeah, even better than Rex. I, that, that group's not going to be beat on paper. Jefferson already has 19. Cam's group is fine. C.D. Lamb, Chris, uh, Chris Olave, Gabe Davis. Uh, it just isn't Mark's group. Tight ends. T.J. Hawkinson already has 22 points for Cam. Uh, and Pat Fryermuth is a more than fine tight end for Mark, but he's not going to get 22. Uh, I will hit the under on that. Flex. Mark has Puka Nakupa Cup uh, in his flex, who is banged up and may not play. And Cam has George Kittle. And I, I don't like either of these plays this week. And even if Puka plays, he plays against the Niners. Uh, so I say bad plays for both of them. Not going to pick a winner. Um, overall, though, I will pick a winner. I think Cam wins in a close one because of his court, uh, quarterbacks. He already has 33 from Cousins. So you can take that to the bank. Um, and his running backs are also a huge advantage for him. Mark does close the gap quite a bit at wide receiver, but I don't think it's just quite enough. Next matchup, we have Singer versus Brett. Oh, and I didn't mention. Um, Cam is currently projected to win by 22. I think Mark covers that, but I do think Cam wins. Singer versus Brett. Yeah, sorry. Uh, current spread, Singer projected to win by six-ish. Start with QBs. Brett wins this one. The Two very different quarterback rooms. Brett has Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Goo. And Singer has... Daniel Jones and Russell Wilson, so that's not hard to tell where, where I'm going with this one. I'll go with Brett for the QBs. I'll give the slightest of edges here at running back to Brett for Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders. I went back and forth on this. I originally had it going to Singer with Bijan, 
and Ramondre. I just call it a feeling. I don't know. I think Chubb is going to – I don't even know. I don't even know. Very slight edge to Brett. I can't even talk my way through it because I see Bijan there, and I'm like, how do you pick against that? Singer, feel free to prove me wrong. You, you very well might. But I'm going Brett there. Very small. Wide receiver, Brett has DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., Darnell Mooney. And I'm going the other way with this one. Singer has Devontae Adams and Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Mike Williams. Um, yeah, I think I think Singer's just got a better group there, plain and simple. Tight end, Singer's got Darren Waller, the walrus. I'm going the other. He's projected 8.44. I'm going the other way to Dalton Schultz, only projected 5.9. Because I'm terrified of Darren Waller with that hamstring. They say it's not even like a hamstring, but it's a nerve which I don't know if that's supposed to make me feel better. I'm no doctor. Maybe I need to have Brendan on here to mansplain it to me, but I don't like that. So I'm going to go Dalton Schultz there. At Flex, Singer's got DK Metcalf. Brett has Rashad White. I will go Metcalf there. Don't have to think too hard about that one. Overall, though, I'm going with Brett in a close one. His quarterbacks give him the biggest boost, but also very small edge at running back and tight end. This was a really tough game to pick, though. I went back and forth on that running back matchup. Um, and that, whoever wins that running back matchup, if everything else goes as I predict, might come down to the running backs. Um, but I think Joe Burrow comes back with a vengeance to propel Brett to victory. Final matchup, we have Mark versus Jose. Did I say Mark? I meant Matt. Matt versus Jose. Current spread here is Matt is favored by eight. Almost exactly. At quarterbacks, Matt has Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts already has 29. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with Matt there because he's already got almost a 30-burger in his back pocket. Jose's got Lamar Jackson. Awesome. But he's got Dak this week, who I like, but he gets to play against the Jets. Dak or any quarterback against the Jets right now is a hard fade for me. So Matt pretty much wins this one by default, but his QBs are rock solid, and he's already got 29, like I said, in in hand. Uh, And he's still got Justin Herbert to go. At running back, going Matt again. He's got Jameer Gibbs, Joe Mixon. Will Jameer Gibbs get unleashed this week? I think he gets unleashed at least a little bit more than week one. I don't know if he's fully off the leash yet. I like that group better than Jose's guys, James Conner and Kenneth Walker. Wide receiver, I'm going Jose's way with Debo, Keenan Allen, and DJ Moore. While I'm rooting hard against DJ Moore, I think he bounces back a little bit. Um, And Matt's got Elijah Moore, Jahan Dotson, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy should play. First game back, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I just simply like... Jose's group better. They are projected more as well, so Sleeper agrees with me. Um, medium size advantage there for Jose. Tight end, though, I'm going back to Matt with Evan Ingram. I like the pass catchers in that Jacksonville, Kansas City game. And Jose's already had Dallas Goddard go. Um, 5.2 points last night. If you need to see, if you need a reason or an example why I think PPR scoring is bullshit, look no further than Dallas Goddard for last night because 5.2 points, your brain automatically goes like, oh, that's like 40, 50 yards. No, the dude had six catches for 22 yards. That's what I hate is when you just get PPR'd to death. That's that's bullshit. That's not, that's not accurately reflecting what the player did in the game. I'll get off my soapbox now. Flex. I'll give it to Jose. He's got Mike Evans. Uh, Matt has Travis Etienne. I'm sure Matt would love to prove me wrong. Um, He's probably like, why do you hate Etienne so much? I don't know. Just not big on him. I know Matt loves him. Overall, this is somewhat back and forth here, but I think quarterbacks make the difference. If Dak has any matchup other than the Jets, I think it makes for a more difficult decision for me, but I'm picking Matt. That is it, boys. That was longer than I expected. We're on 15 minutes now, but good luck. Good luck this week to everybody, um, except Tommy. Take you to the workbench, bud. You're going down. See you, boys. All right, Keeper League. 
Let's recap some matchups. Not recap. Let's preview some matchups. We'll start with mine. The Golden Ponies taking on everything hurts. That's Rick. Close matchup projected after Thursday night. Time of recording is Friday afternoon, so I've already had the luxury of knowing how Thursday night unfolds. Um, this one was projected more, but current spread is only the Golden Ponies by nine. What? Rick's got a good team, and he had a good start from Jalen Hurts, 29 points. Um, Want to hear a scary story? I'm starting Anthony Richardson at quarterback. The rookie is getting his shot at Houston. Maybe I might pivot. That scares the shit out of me when I say those words out loud. We'll see, though. Um, wide receiver. So I'll, I'll give the advantage there to Rick. That's that's easy. Uh, wide receiver. Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, who A.J. Brown had a bad day, 6.9 points. Tyreek Hill, uh, I still like my guys stacked up against Darnell Mooney, C.D. Lamb, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I will give myself a pretty heavy edge there. Running back? Fairly even. Uh, actually, Rick's projected a few points more with Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. I have Saquon and Algier. I'll concede. I'll give Rick the edge there at running back. I think the numbers don't lie. I think those projections are pretty accurate. Rick, advantage at running back. I get it back to a tight end and then some with Travis Kelsey over Cole Komet. Travis Kelsey's going to play. And even if he's 80%, I like him significantly more than Cole Komet or anybody a part of that Bears offense. Flex. Um, I have Zay Flowers and Kelvin Ridley, who popped. They both popped last week. That was nice to see. Rick's got James Cook and Juju. So edge there for myself as well. Uh, I'm gonna Rick. I'm gonna rip Rick's heart out of his chest at the kicker position because I got Jake Moody kicking field goals for me for the Niners. Um, Tyler Bass, whatever. He's a bum. Um, defense not worth covering. You already know. Giddy up, Golden Ponies. We're winning this shit. 2-0. Let's move on. Rick, get out of my way. Matchup number two, we got Eli. Come on, Charby. Let's go party. <laughs> it's a real creepy picture <laughs> Eli's got there. Versus Giuseppe Barnes. Me and, ho- me and my homies. That's right, Giuseppe. I didn't forget. Quarterback, Eli has Trevor Lawrence. Oh, this is fun. We have Trevor Lawrence versus Patrick Mahomes, and they play each other in real life. That's a fun little wrinkle there. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going Mahomes, though. I'm always going to pick Mahomes in a quarterback matchup unless he's playing on a broken leg, and I still probably will pick him. Wide receiver, Eli's got Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin. Chris has, or Giuseppe has, Chris Olave, Mike Evans, Rushy Rice. I don't like seeing a rookie in there, Chris. I, I see the Mahomes stack. Rashi scored a touchdown last week. He looks very promising. But I'm going to go with the Devonta Adams, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin group for, I think, somewhat obvious reasons. Running back, Eli's got Derrick Henry, Damian Pierce. Uh, and then Giuseppe has Bijan and Eckler. Eckler's out now. Who's he going to pivot to? Rashad White? Ugly. Um, so that's easy. So we're going to go Eli's direction in that. At tight end, um, let's see, uh, Eli has Injoku versus Chris's Evan Ingram. Uh, I'll go Ingram there. At flux, we got Christian Kirk and Rashid Shahid for Eli. And, uh, well, it was Rashad White, but it'll be Deion Jackson. And who else is he going to plug in there? Quentin Johnson, maybe? Maybe a little Sam Laporta action? Shit. I think I'm going to go Eli's way by default. So, um, yeah, I got to go with Eli here. I, I think uh, he, he loses some points at QB, but wins at the skill positions. Get it done for him. Wide receiver and running back. It's just too much for Chris, especially without Eckler. It's just too much for Giuseppe to overcome. Matchup number three, all about the Jeffersons, Joe and Brendan make my team great again. I forgot to cover the spread on that second matchup. Come on, Charby, let's go party. Eli is favored. He is minus 18. 
Back to the All About the Jeffersons versus Make My Team Great Again matchup. That's Joe versus Brendan. That spread is currently Joe minus 12. Joe is favored. Quarterback, I give it to Brendan, though. He's got Josh Allen. I think that's way better than Deshaun Watson. Wide receiver, Brendan's got Amari Cooper, Debo Samuel, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Joe has Justin Jefferson, who already has 24 points, almost 25. DK Metcalf and Elijah Moore. Um, yeah, that's that's advantage, Joe. Not, not too difficult either. Running back, Brendan's got Kenneth Walker against the Lions and David Montgomery on the Lions. That's interesting. And Joe has Najee Harris or Andre Stevenson. This is pretty close. I think the Lions are going to shut Seattle down, which might help Montgomery since they're going to be milking the clock. But I think I have to go Joe. He's got two lead backs over there. Less of committee work, maybe. I don't know about Najee. That's tough. I'm going to give a very slight edge there to Joe, and we'll keep it moving. You know what? I'm going to give it to Brendan because the next one's definitely Joe. Let's try to balance this out a little bit. TJ Hawkinson already has 25 for Joe. Um, Brendan has Pat Fryermuth. Definitely not going to score 25. I would be very surprised. Um, And then at flex, Joe has Alexander Madison and A.J. Dillon. Oh, Joe, rookie move. Playing a running back on Thursday night in the flex. You move him to the running back slot, homie. You know this. Brendan's got Delvin and Miles Sanders. Just for Joe making a bonehead move, Brendan wins the flex position. Um, Brendan's starting Jacksonville defense against Kansas City. What a mistake. Brendan, I was going to pick you in an upset until I saw that. That's just dumb. Yeah, I'm going to go Joe. Brendan, I almost did it. But I got to go Joe here because, Brendan, your defense is going to get probably negative. Matchup number four, we got Eric, Easy Breezy versus Singer, WDP, White Dak Prescott, or Wet Dak Pussy. Uh, Singer is favored by 32. Hefty. Uh, Not hard to see why, because Kirk Cousins already has 33 points from last night. Meanwhile, Eric's got Daniel Jones going out there after losing Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, advantage there to Kirk Cousins uh, for Chris. 33, I'd be surprised if Daniel Jones got that. At wide receiver, Singer also already had Jordan Addison go. The rookie really showed up for him. And he's still got DJ Moore and Tyler Lockett left to play. That's tough to beat, but Eric has. Traylon Burks, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, and Terry McLaurin. Yep, that's, that's advantage, Singer, for sure. At running back, Singer has Josh Jacobs and Isaiah Pacheco. Eric has Brees Hall and Antonio Gibson. I got to go Singer again. Uh, Brees Hall is going to get eased back into game shape. Um, You saw him run out of steam. Should have been a touchdown. He just didn't have quite the cardio. Uh, Antonio Gibson's in a pretty well-known timeshare. So, Um, yeah, advantage there again for Singer. Singer's going for the clean sweep here. Uh, But, no, not so fast, my friend. Mark Andrews stops the bleeding. Eric gets one back there. Pretty hefty advantage there for Eric at tight end. Singer's got Tyler Higby, um, decent tight end, but is not Mark Andrews. At flex, this is pretty close. Eric has uh, Javante Williams and Tyler Boyd. Singer's Aaron Jones and Tony Pollard. Assuming Aaron Jones plays, this is Singer's advantage again. And then Singer got 12 from his kicker last night. Things are looking up for Singer here. I just can't pick against him either. I'm going Singer. I don't know if he covers. Eric, keep it close. I don't think you win, though. I'm giving this one to Singer. Final matchup, the Todd father, Arico versus Sko, which is Sko. Might, might blow your minds that, that, yes, that is Sko. The current spread is Sko minus 14 quarterbacks. We got Lamar Jackson for Matt versus Joe Burrow for Sko. Joe Burrow, Sko. A lot of rhymes. Um, They're playing each other, just like the other matchup. These two QBs are playing each other. I think Joe Burrow bounces back at home. I think home field makes a difference here. I'm going to go Joe. Go Tigers. Wide receiver, Sko has Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, where he has 23 points, and Michael Thomas. Arico has Garrett Wilson without... Aaron Rodgers, Brandon Ayuk, who popped last week, and Steph Diggs. 
I like... I like Skos, wide receivers here. He already has 23 points. I think Waddle's going to have a good week. I think Michael Thomas is great in PPR leagues. I don't like Garrett Wilson for Matt without Aaron Rodgers. He still scored a touchdown last week. I get it, but he's just not the same player. Running back, Skos got Jameer Gibbs and Khalil Herbert. And Rico has McCaffrey and ETN. Um, McCaffrey. Uh, full stop. Uh, McCaffrey wins this matchup. Tight ends, Kittle for Sko, Goddard for, um, for for Matt, and this is what I'm talking about. His six receptions for 22 yards yesterday should not be eight points. That's my argument against PPR. Uh, that's, that's insane. He should not be on the verge of double digits for 22 yards. I don't care how you got him. Um, I, I just kind of hope Kittle gets more than Goddard there because I, I hate that. That's a, sick, that's a sickening stat line to end up with eight points. So go Kittle, go Sko on that one. At Flex, Matt has DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Pittman. Sko has Mike Williams and DeAndre Swift with 27. Sko, rookie move, just like Joe. Can't have Thursday night players in the Flex, man. That'll hurt you one of these times. Um, but not much pain here for Sko because Swift already got 27. For that reason, I'm going to give it to Sko. And I'm going to give it overall to Sko. I think, uh, I think the spread's just about right. I think Sko wins by double digits. That's all she wrote, boys. Good luck. This week, to everyone except Rick. Rick, I'm going to wax that ass. I'm coming for you. Golden ponies. Giddy up, baby. Giddy up, fire up. See you, boys. Have a good weekend.